We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. A pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some RCBL baseball and talk about the best team right now in the league. They've got the best record at 9-3. They've won eight consecutive games. The Shockers beat the Cardinals last night 2-1, again, for their eighth straight win. Let's talk to Nolan Potts now, the manager of the Shockers. Hi, Coach. How are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. I appreciate you coming on. And um, we've talked a few times, and it was kind of a rough start, one and three, but eight consecutive wins. And I guess it's good to be back at home and to have all your guys available, right? I would say, yeah, both of those have helped. Um, <laughs> getting used to playing at Spotswood, and then, like you just said, having all the guys there has really made a world of difference for us compared to the first couple games. Um, and we kind of knew heading into the season once we saw what Shenandoah was doing, uh, with their postseason success, and we saw what some of the high school teams in the area were doing. We knew that the first couple games were going to be a little light-handed. It, it was just you know how the schedule ended up turning out. But uh, we were hoping once everybody got there, we would hit a groove. And um, the last eight games, we've definitely done that so far. Well, let's talk about last night real quick, and then we'll hit on, on kind of this eight-game streak. But, uh, again, the one thing that's been pretty constant for you guys has been your pitching staff. And Sawyers and Buecher both – I mean, Sawyers went five, Buecher went four. You gave up just six hits, one run. Um, really good stuff from those guys last night. And that's kind of been that, – that's been your key, hasn't it, been, been of late? It's been the pitching and it's been the defense. Um, I was just looking this morning, actually. I think we've only made nine errors all year. Wow. And I want to say in the last eight games we might have made maybe one. So, I mean, our defense has been phenomenal, and it gives our pitchers a lot of confidence just to go out there and throw strikes, which Mason did. And then, obviously, Pierce coming in for the last four innings of relief, um, also doing the same thing. Um, when that defense, when the pitcher has confidence in the defense, um, they're able to throw whatever they want. They're not worried about, you know, ground balls getting booted or fly balls being dropped. It takes a load off of them, and I think, um, yeah, the pitching and the defense have been just phenomenal the last, you know, two, two and a half weeks. Um, the offense has had its moments. Um, we've also had a couple of low-scoring games against Stewart's drafts, and then obviously last night uh, mm -hmm. only able to score two runs. But if our pitching and defense continues to play this way, um, that they're going to give us a shot every single night. Yeah, no, no question. Okay, we're talking to Nolan Potts, the manager of the Shockers, is sitting nine and three right now. They've won eight consecutive games, hottest team, the best team right now in the Rockingham County Baseball League. And um, last time we talked, you you had just played your first game at, at Spotswood, talking about how deep it was. You're not going to hit many homers, and then Bodie Pullen leads off the game with a home run last night for you. <laughs> he did. Um, we've hit a couple. Hayden Madigan hit one last week, and then Bodie really got into a ball last night. Um, obviously, they'd had a big hailstorm there yeah. um, the day before, and we had to get our game. Canceled that night and moved to last night, but um, yeah, the wind wasn't really blowing, and Bodie just crushed it. I mean, there's no other way to really put it. Um, to hit a ball out of there in dead center requires a lot of strength, and you really got to barrel the baseball up. And, um, definitely a spark for us to start the game, because after that, we weren't able to really scratch anything across offensively. <laughs> so uh, Bodie being the spark plug at the top of the lineup, um, he walked four times the other night and scored four runs when we played Bridgewater. And then starting the game off with a home run last night, um, having a great summer and you know providing us a spark at the top of our order. Yeah, we we talked about him a little bit last time, but he was in the bottom of your order last night or the last time we talked, wasn't he? He was, um, and then he was hitting so well down there at the bottom. And we had some guys <laughs> one day we're like, you know, buddy, we're gonna put you at the top and see what happens. Um, he's done a phenomenal job up there. Him and Keister both at the top of our order, mm -hmm. um, getting on base at a high clip, and then. Harrison Madigan was a player of the week last week. Him and Pierce hitting in the middle. Connor Hauser hitting behind them. Um, the nice thing about our lineup is that we've gotten a lot of production out of a lot of different spots. It hasn't been one person carrying us. Um, it's been a group effort, and 
that makes us more dangerous when you've got guys one through nine who are able to produce in any given moment. Yeah, no question. Again, we're talking to Nolan Potts, the manager of the Shockers. They've won eight consecutive games right now, a 2-1 win over Grados last night. And, uh, you know, with the, you mentioned those guys at the top of your order, Poland, Keister, Madigan, Bucher, all hitting at least 375 right now. They kind of have, they, they have, I, I know it has been one through nine, and you've had guys contribute, but those guys have really set the table for your lineup. For sure. Um, the fact that they're able to get on base at a high clip like they've been, um, it gives those guys hitting five through nine kind of that opportunity to hit with guys on base right? Yeah. Um, and, and contribute that way. Um, but no, those guys at the top have just been phenomenal. Um, I think our strikeouts, we, we don't strike out a whole lot of the team. That helps. Um, we put pressure on the defense. And obviously in the case of Bodie and Luke, um, a lot of speed there. Not to say the Harrison and Pierce aren't fast, right. but Bodie and Luke have plus plus speed. Um, Caden Spade, when he gets on, he's got plus speed. Nick Arnold has plus speed. So, you know, we're able to, you know, put some pressure on the defense, cause some chaos in the bases. Um, and like you said, those first four that have been hitting for us um, has done a great job of being productive. I mean, we played, what, 11 games now? 12 games. <laughs> we played 12. Um, <laughs> and every game, it seems like they're always on base. So kudos to those guys. They've had a great approach at the plate. and Like you said, table setters for the rest of our lineup. Talk about Luke Keister a little bit for me because, again, you got him when he was high school. Heck, he's still just pretty much fresh out of high school. His, his freshman year was his past year at Shenandoah, but a heck of a player for you. He's been really good throughout his career. Um, last year had a great year for you as well. Talk about his growth from when you saw him back in, in 2020, his first year in the RCBL, until he, and, and where he is right now and how much he's grown. I'm sure that that that's kind of the, the fun part of this league now as it's gotten younger you can see some guys really develop, and I'm guessing he is one of those guys. 100%. Um, it was around the signing deadline, which is in the first week of July in 2020, and we had some guys not showing up to games, and I remember talking with a couple people. I'm like, I need some guys down there who we can develop into some players, whether they're going to play a whole lot this year or not. And they told me about this rising junior at Spotswood named Luke Keister. So he's a little small, but he's very smart. He's a good ball player. He's got a lot of talent. Um, and yeah, he got, we got him in 2020 and he really didn't play a whole lot, but he was on the team when, you know, we went to the championship against Broadway and chased the water and he got to experience the league that year as kind of a spectator. And then he got more of a role in 21, did a great job, got even more of a role last year in 22 and did an even better job. And, you know, this year he's hitting close to 400 through, you know, almost halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. So to see his maturity, just as, you know, as a 15 or 16 year old, now he's 19. He's got a job. He's <laughs> a leader. He's a leader on the field. He's vocal. Um, just seeing that development over the last couple of years has been fun to watch. And obviously, as he's gotten more mature, he's gotten physically stronger. He's been right. in the weight room. Um, he's his talents continue to get better too. And you know, I would like to think that the reason he's a Shenandoah part of the reason he got interested in it, my alma mater, is because he had so many of those guys. When he's, you know, the last couple of years he's been around the Frankie Ritters and the Madhouse and the Pierce Bookers and all them. They sold him on Shenandoah. He's gone there. The coaches rave about him there. And, you know, he's got a really bright college future ahead of him. But in terms of how he's produced for us, he's just been, he's been great ever since he's really gotten in the lineup when he got that opportunity a couple of years ago. And we haven't looked back since. And I'm sure that that 2020 season, and you mentioned when, when he got to see a guy like Chase DeLotter and those guys, I mean, that had to be very beneficial as a young kid just to kind of watch and learn and, and, and kind of figure it all out. Yeah, and we, we try to sell some of the younger high school guys on that. And obviously, when it's hard, I know, league, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you want, it, you want to play as much as you can. But at the same time, there is some value to sitting and watching baseball um, and being able to pick the brains of, 
you know, we have a lot of either current college guys, former college guys, and we've got some high school guys this year who uh, they don't play a whole lot, but they're at the games and they're picking their brains and they're learning. And, you know, that's going to carry over to their high school seasons. A lot of them are playing on the travel circuit right now. So, you know, you don't have to be playing every day in order to learn and get better. And I think Luke's a good example of that because he wasn't playing right away. Um, he didn't complain about it. He just came to every game. He was like a sponge and soaked everything in. And, you know, that whole summer, we had Daryl Thompson on the team who's pitching in AAA right now. He yeah. was over there. He would be the annoying little kid talking to Daryl as Daryl's <laughs> trying to pitch. You know, he's asking awesome. questions and he's right. not even a pitcher. So just trying to learn the game. And like I said, he's just been phenomenal for us. And that was one of the, you know, at the time, I didn't know how big of a signing it would be, but obviously it's paid itself off yeah. uh, immensely the last couple of years. We're talking to Nolan Potts, the manager of the Shockers, as they've won eight consecutive games in the RCBL. And they're atop the league right now at nine and three. And, you know, Coach, how has it been playing at Penn Laird? Have you guys kind of gotten used to it? I know you're on the road tonight, but then you've got three more at home. Uh, uh, and, again, you've got another long stretch. What, eight of your next nine are at home. Um, have you kind of got used to playing at Spotswood High School? Yeah, and Coach Davis does a phenomenal job of keeping that field in great shape. So, um, even when it rains, I mean, it rained a ton the other day and we got to the field yesterday and it was pretty much dried up. So, um, guys are getting used to it. Um, you know, obviously we've talked about this before, but it's a pitcher friendly park, um, which has been beneficial for our pitchers because we don't have a lot of, you know, go out and strike out 10 guys a game sort of guys on our staff, which is fine because, you know, you got a big outfield. We've got some quick outfielders out there and they are able to run balls down and hang up in the air a little bit. So, um, Stewart's draft actually had a home run there the other night to right center, which was a pretty impressive thing. But there have been more home runs there than I thought there would be. So um, it, we're, we're figuring it out. Um, but it's a really – I mean, obviously, if you've ever seen the backdrop at Spotswood, right. yeah. it went on a clear night and the mountains are in the background. It's a, it's a beautiful scene for baseball. And, no, I mean, the guys have enjoyed playing there. And, um, like you said, we haven't lost there yet. So, hopefully, you know, we get one tonight at Bridgewater and then we're going home for – a couple more, so, you know, maybe that's our good luck charm is, you know, we're playing in Spotswood and guys are getting used to the field, and maybe that's part of the reason we've been winning some games. However it works, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, you mentioned only the eight errors, and that is very impressive. In in this league, and again, you never know about the fields and a bad hop here. You just – it is what it is. But, you know – You've got to have. Have you put a lot of different guys in different positions? Or are you kind of locked into where these guys are for the most part? For the most part, guys have been in the same spot. Keister's the exception because we've been switching him between short and second, depending mm-hmm. on if guys are there or not. But right. uh, Pierce Booker's moved around a little bit. He's played first and second. But Bodie's been in center primarily all year. Harrison's been in right field all year. Nick Arnold's been in at third base all year. Um, and I think getting them comfortable in those spots where you're not moving them around. Some guys can handle that and other guys really aren't, you know, they want to get used to one spot. They don't want to play, you know, multiple positions, but um, the nice thing has been some of the guys have been there since day one. And obviously we know that some of them were missing when the year started, but Nick and Harrison and Bodie um, have been there from the very beginning and Caden Spade as well. So they've gotten their feet wet. And then obviously when Frankie and Pierce and Luke and Hauser and all them came from Shenandoah, they were on the travel roster for regionals. Um, they they just hopped right in and kind of uh, picked up where they left off. So um, we've got a good thing going. Um, you know, there's that old saying, you don't want to, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I haven't tried to do a whole lot lineup-wise <laughs> or position-wise. Just the guys are playing well, and That's I'm right. trying my best to kind of stay out of the way and, 
you know, let them do their thing. Sometimes that's the best, no doubt. And, you know, you mentioned that the pipeline to Shenandoah and, and having those guys, and that's your alma mater. So certainly you're going to kind of go that route. But um, that's been that's been so nice, hasn't it, to be able to, especially with a program like that and how, how, how successful that they have been to have guys – be in that program and then come to the Shockers and, and have, have a guy like Luke also and others that, that have been in your program and then go to Shenandoah and then kind of have that. Has that been a, has that been fun to kind of keep that pipeline going? A thousand percent. And even Dawson Russell, same deal. Absolutely, yeah. Um, graduated yep. with Luke. He's, and he's with him. He's with him at Shenandoah now. They room together. So, um, no, it was funny because when I first started out, you know, we had a hard time finding guys to come play to begin with. This is when I was playing. And then when I took over as the coach, we had a couple of Shenandoah guys like Ty Bennett. Um, I think we had gotten Pierce and Frankie the year before. And once they figured out the league and the good competition and all that, it really started selling itself. And then you get, you know, just the pipeline of guys is coming down. They tell their friends who stay in there in the summer right, that, hey, yeah. you can play for this team. And it's kind of sold itself the last couple of years to the point where we don't honestly have to go out and do a lot of recruiting um, because, you know, the Shenandoah guys will – sell the other Shenandoah guys on it. But, you know, it's kind of a continuation of what they do during the school season. We kind of keep the same mindset down there, philosophy, um, signs for the most part, you know, how we approach the game, situational baseball, all that. And that's because Coach Anderson and his staff have done a phenomenal job with them up there where they've got that baseball IQ when they come to the summer league, you know, bunt situations, they know what to do. First and thirds, they know what to do. It's not really one of those things we have to necessarily – teach because they already know it coming in so um that definitely makes life easier and then obviously the camaraderie piece of it they know each other they've played with each other for years and you know there's not that meet and greet sort of you know period where you have a lot of summer teams have that we don't have that situation most years so um but no to see and it gives me something to do in the spring as well because i can keep tabs on them right drive up to winchester i can watch them play and you know it's just been that's been one of the biggest blessings being the coach is, you know, seeing these guys like Frankie Ritter, I think, and Pierce, we got them as, I think, rising sophomores at Shenandoah. And to see them, Frankie's the all-time ODAC uh, hits leader now. Um, I want to say he's like 50 hits away from being the all-time D3 hits leader. He wow. decides to come back next year. Um, Pierce has been an all-region guy. And just seeing guys like that, see, you know, progress from their younger days to have successful college careers and obviously do it in the summer as well has just been really rewarding for me personally. I bet, no doubt. Again, we're talking about to uh, Nolan Potts, the manager of the Shockers, as they've won eight in a row. And, and again, they're, they're playing great baseball right now. They won last night 2-1. They're back in action at Bridgewater coming up this evening. And with your pitching staff, too, it's been uh, – I mean, you have a two seven six ERA as a team. That's hard to do. If you're under three, that's pretty impressive. And obviously, um, Messick, House, and, and Sawyers have led the way with – they're all over 22 innings right now. But I, I want to ask you about Matt a little bit because um, – he he kind of had a first his first couple of years were just okay but, but he's really figured it out the last 2 years and so far this year 3 and 1 he's got a save as well a 2170 RA another shit and go guy again he's done there but um he's kind of figured himself out the last couple of years hasn't he He has and I think a lot of that has to do with the success he's had in college um I know I don't know if it was last year or the year before cuz I remember he was at one point I want to say it was 21. I, I, I'm blanking on it. But he was at one point the leader in saves in the nation. Hmm. Um, I think he had – he was at the, he was literally at the top of the leaderboard at one point. Him and Brett Tharp both. Cause I remember keeping tabs on it. Like, oh, that's it's cool. RCBL guys. That's, yeah, that's neat. Top of the list. So uh, Matt's been a great reliever for them for the last couple of years. Um, one of the trusted guys Coach Anderson goes to out of the bullpen. And he really has a rubber arm. Him and Kirk both. You know, Matt threw 125 pitches on – 
Saturday, and he's there last night. He's calling pitches for uh, Sawyer's and Pierce. He goes, "I can close if you need me to." <laughs> like I, I'm like, "Hey, hey, relax. We, you know, we, you know, we don't need to blow your arm out or anything like that." But right. no, he, he just and he's talked about it a little bit. I think he's got. I'm looking at it right now. 25 strikeouts and four walks. That's what I was going to bring that up because that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He, he just throws strikes. I mean, him and Kirk both. You know, that's kind of their mo. They're not going to overpower you. They've got a couple different pitches, but they're going to make you earn the hits. Um, they're not going to put you on for free, and I think that's been kind of the reason him and Kirk, obviously they've got good stuff, but the reason their stats have been so good is that they're not walking guys. Yeah. Um, and I don't have Kirk's numbers off the top of my head, but – He's 20-7 and you know, seven he right now. Yeah, so he doesn't – I mean, he doesn't walk guys either. So, it, you know, the fact that they're going out there, they've probably thrown close to 60 innings combined, and they've walked maybe 10 guys. Yeah. I mean, that's – you're making the offense earn everything they get, and obviously – the way the defense has been playing, if you're not giving them free bases and then the defense is making every play behind you, um, your numbers are going to look pretty good. So um, that's kind of been our key, and that's kind of what we tell our pitchers. Just go out there and throw strikes. Make them earn it. You get the home run, it's not the end of the world. But right. you can't go out there and start walking guys around the yard and then they hit a bases clearing double. And, you know, I think that's kind of been the, the strategy, and it's worked out so far. It's amazing. And no matter who I talk to, if it's you, if it's somebody at JMU, if it's a high school coach, it doesn't matter what, what level. It could be a major league manager. Just throw strikes. It's Sometimes yeah. it's I mean, just throw strikes. Yeah, and I mean, like, we've got such a great defense behind them. At least we've been playing that way, and i got to knock on some wood to make sure that doesn't <laughs> uh, change tonight. But, right. I mean, we've made pretty much every play behind them. Routine, tough, it doesn't matter. Um like I said, that just gives them a boost of confidence. They're not there knowing they have to strike out everybody because, like, oh, man, my defense can't make any plays behind me. They're throwing it to where they need to do it. They're trying to get weak contact, and, you know, you let the defense do their job behind you. And um, Matt, Kirk, Mason, Pierce, Caden Spade, it doesn't matter. Um, they've all just done a great job throwing strikes. And, you know, if we continue to do that, and like you said, it doesn't matter what level of baseball. It could be summer ball. It could be yeah, literally MLB. First strikes, good things happen. Yeah, and you know what? If they hit the ball and they find gaps, and it, it happens. Yep. But my biggest pet peeve, I was a pitching coach for years before I was a head coach of high school. you got to throw strikes. You cannot just give them free bases. No question. It's going to turn into big innings if you do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're talking to Nolan Possum, manager of the Shockers, for a few more minutes. And you, can, you guys are almost to the halfway point. You've played 12, you're 28. Some, some teams have played half or more. Um, your your guys have got to be very confident right now, and it's it's a group that has a lot of. You have a lot of guys back that have played together, and that camaraderie, that chemistry seems to be really good, and I'm sure that helps with the confidence. And winning helps with the confidence, but I'm sure your guys are feeling pretty good about themselves right now. Well, the winning cures everything. You know, <laughs> no we cannot get along. Yeah. <laughs> we can hate each other for all the care, but we're winning yeah. games. Uh, but no, they all get along, and really, the one piece that we added that is new is Nick Arnold, right for me yeah. and you. Um, he's really the only guy who's played a lot so far this year, other than Sawyers, Sawyers being the pitcher. But as far as guys who are in the lineup consistently, Nick's the only one that we've really added that was kind of like, oh, well, they don't really know who he is. And obviously the Shenandoah guys knew who he was because he was a third-team all-ODAC guy, and they obviously played against each other Mm -hmm. for the last couple years. But to add him to the mix and bring back most of the guys that we did, um, Bodie ended up going to the Valley League for a couple games at the end of last year. Um, Hayden Madigan was with us couple years ago but he played in the Appalachian League and the Valley League so he's back with us full time with his brother um I mean we, we just got a bunch of good ball players and they know how to play the game and they approach it the right way and they play it the right way and it's 
you know, it makes my life a lot easier because they come focused. They want to win more than anything else. Um, you know, a lot of guys get in the summer ball and they just want to get their reps. And they don't right. really care if their team's any good or not. Yeah. These guys genuinely want to win every game that they go out there. And if they don't, then they're going to be disappointed. So that matters. Um, to have it, it does. I mean, you come out there with the right attitude and want to win. Yeah. Um, you're not just going to roll over and die. And um, they, they've all put up good numbers so far. And I, I mean, I'm just, I couldn't be happier with the way they're playing now. If I had to nitpick, I would say we leave too many guys on base. Yeah. Um, and in close games, that's going to come back to hurt us. It almost hurt us last night. We had a chance in the eighth to really kind of expand the lead from one to get it to a two or three. Um, when you're winning seven, eight run ball games, that doesn't really show up and nobody really talks about it. But the close games you play, the more guys you leave on base, the harder you're going to make your life. And <laughs> I told them after the game, like, I'm happy we won eight in a row, but I said, we've got to clean some of this stuff up. We want to keep doing that because there's going to be a night where we've got to get a timely hit and if we can't do it, then we're going to see this winning streak end. Um, but, no, just good baseball so far, and obviously we still got a long way to go. It's mm-hmm. only being, what, 13th game tonight. So right. we're not even to the halfway point. Yeah, we still, still got 16. a lot of baseball here left in July coming up. And you get the Reds this evening. You just saw them over the weekend. and got a nice win, 10-2 against them at your place. You go on the road. And obviously with those guys, the defending champs, they've got a lot of good ball players. That should be fun tonight. 100%. Um, tough place to play always. Good atmosphere. Um we know we're going to see a good pitcher tonight, whether that's Derek or Chris Huffman. <laughs> right. We know it's coming. Uh, we, one we know of those it's going to be one of those two, and they haven't played. They've gotten rained out the last couple nights, right. so they haven't played since Saturday, so they're going to be fresh. Um, and, you know, we told the guys last night after the game, you know, they're a very prideful team. They've had a lot of success. you got to, obviously, the defending champs. You've got a lot of guys who have been in this league for a long time and have had a ton of success, so uh, we don't come with our A game. Um, that's a game that, you know, I'm sure they're ready to play, and I, you know, just have to be ready to go tonight. There's no getting around it. And after a good win last night, hopefully that carries over uh, this evening. Because again, it's a tough place to play, and we know we're getting a really good arm one way or another. So our offense has to be ready to go. And uh, pitching's got to throw strikes. Defense has to make plays. And you know, it's going to be a good one. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt. Again, there's four games around the league tonight. That'll be a good one tonight over at Ray Heat. Well, filled over in Bridgewater, the Reds take on the Shockers again. Coach Potts, I appreciate your time as always. Congratulations on everything. Good luck tonight, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks so much, Dave. Appreciate it.